This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Sam Severance. Um, Sam is a uh, seminarian for the Diocese of Columbus. Welcome again, Sam. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, Let's start with a prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we rejoice in um, the gift um, to your Church of the Priesthood that Christ's um, mediation might continue in the life of the Church um, through the sacraments. We ask, O Lord, that you bless all priests and bless those discerning um, the priesthood. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, And Sam, I say welcome again, because we did a series not too long ago. Yeah, it was like Um, two years ago. I think so. When you were um, living at the cathedral, Mm -hmm. I think, um, and we talked about your story and, you know, how, you, you know, your faith and, um, and then particularly, um, kind of, um, a major incident in your life, which kind of led up to your discernment, namely your diagnosis with cancer. Yes. Yeah. And maybe you could just remind us a little bit about that as, um, we, as we start this. Yeah. So, uh, I think it was the January, 2018, and I was diagnosed with osteosarcoma. Um, I had chemotherapy for the rest of the pretty much the rest of the year until September. Uh, part of that treatment was I had my lower right leg amputated, so I do wear a prosthetic. Um, now, while that played a major role in my discernment, I kind of that came after, um, you know, I kind of almost said yes to the priesthood. Okay, I said, okay, Lord, I'll go to seminary, and then that happened. So that was really more not so much forming me to saying yes to the priesthood, but kind of forming me to Christ. Right, it bring me brought me closer to Christ through that experience. Um, and he really kind of helped me through that. He dragged me through that, I guess is a better way to put it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and and it is, it's a beautiful and an inspiring story. You, of course, are a Watterson alum. Mm-hmm. Um, you're from Holy Family Parish. Yep. Um, and, um, you were at Otterbein playing baseball. For two years. For two years. And then I went to the College of Worcester. Okay. Yeah. And when I was at Worcester is when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and what year are you in now in seminary? I just finished my uh, theology one year, so for those okay. of you who aren't familiar, uh, it would be my my third complete year in seminary. So, when's the estimated day of date of ordination? I don't know what year it would be. It's um, I three. It would be three years till ordination diaconate and four years to the priesthood. Yeah. So, um, still a journey before you. Well, um, I'm glad that you're with us. One of the things I wanted um, to talk about. Um, this time, and of course, I should say you're interning um, this year in the Office of Evangelization, and you're also at Our Lady of Peace. Yeah. So, and it gives us this opportunity to have you on um, today. But uh, one of the things I wanted to talk to you was about what it's like to be a seminarian. Yeah. And you know, I think, I mean, I can remember. I, I too, once was a seminarian. Um, long ago. Long ago. And in <laughs> fact, um, some people say that priests are just recovering seminarians. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, this is the first I've heard that. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I, you know, it is kind of a unique way of living as a seminarian because you're aspiring for something that you're not there yet, mm-hmm. you know? And in, and so much of your prayer life and really your entire life is con- is 
is consumed or directed towards the fulfillment of that vocation and that call. Yeah. Um, but also in seminary, in some ways, you're um, – I wouldn't say separated or segregated from the world, but definitely, you know, it's not as if you're interacting with the general population a whole lot. You you yeah. will be in parish assignments and pastoral works and things like that. Um, so it is, it's a unique kind of phase in the life of the church. Um, I don't know if it's maybe akin to engagement, you know, like when a couple is engaged but not yet married, but... Um, so I, I wanted to kind of dig deep into what it's not just like the what of what you do as a seminarian, but more of like um, what life is like. Yeah, um, it's like you said, you kind of pull yourself out of, I guess, normal activity of a of a person my age, right? You kind of go to the seminary and you're you're not isolated so much because we can leave. Mm -hmm. My mom gets that question a lot. Like, can he leave? Like, yeah, we can leave. We just have commitments that, you know, it's like a job in a way where you can't just like ditch out and then be like, mm -hmm. well, I'm, I wasn't there. It's like, no, you have places you need to be and you're expected to be there. So, you know, that's, that's, we spend a lot of time, you know, participating in those commitments. Um, but we do, we do kind of isolate ourselves a little bit. I mean, we have to be able to hear the Lord speak to us and a lot of, Silence is needed for that. A lot of quiet and uh, time to take a step back from the world, um, kind of try to block out some of the noise of it. So, you know, that's kind of how the reason why we step back, I think, is the best way to put it. And getting out um, and leaving the seminary, leaving in the sense of, you know, leaving campus, not leaving seminary altogether, but mm -hmm. um, getting out, you know, like you probably you go out to see movies, you go out yeah. to games, you go out to bars, you go out to restaurants, you go see your family, you know, you hang out even with your friends. I mean, I remember, of course, I was in seminary for eight years, four at the Josephinum and then four at Emmitsburg in Maryland. And, um, you know, when I was here in Columbus, I would see my friends from high school at you know, like we, I would go and visit them at OSU or at Otterbein um, or wherever, the, you know, wherever they were at. Um, and, or I would go and see family, you know, like I had right. a sister at the time. I had a sister who was living here in Columbus, so I would be able to see her. So there is that, but I really, I am struck by this point that you make because it is, it's an important point that, us, you know, because people might ask, well, why don't we just have our seminarians live at parishes mm -hmm. or live at a, you know, like a 10 classes at OSU or somewhere else. But this idea that to discern and to pray, you, you have to step a little bit back from the world. Yeah. Well, cause as you know, parish life is, it's rather busy, right? Priests are pulled in a lot of different directions. So, you know, those priests that are already ordained, they've already done this discernment process. They know they were called the priesthood. You know, they were ordained. So the time for discernment is over. Now, mm -hmm. they still need to grow closer to Christ and still need to pray, which that when we get out in the parishes, we do that still. But this time of discernment of like, are you calling to me to this, Lord? That has to be done with urgency. Like it can't, it can't be something that you put on to the side. Mm -hmm. Because once, once you're ordained, we say you're ordained forever. Not just like, oh, for the rest of my life or nine to five. It's no, you're ordained forever. So if you're making this decision, it's got to be a firm decision. So yeah, that's, that's the, the advantage of being able to step back. You know, my friends, 
they they sometimes have trouble maybe relating to me a little bit because they'll say, can you do this? And I'll say, well, I have to ask for, for permission. And they'll say, well, you know, aren't you 27 years old? Like, who, who are you asking for permission? And it's like, yeah, I know. I understand that, you know, but I, I'm, I just live a, a little bit of a different life. It's not like we can't fun, not like we can't do fun things, but I'm expected to be in certain places. So, uh, you know. Yeah. And, you know, once you make an, a, a commitment, part of the commitment is the choices and the decisions that I'm making involve other people. So mm-hmm. for instance, I mean, to your friends who are probably in a serious relationship, um, they're going to have to ask their girlfriend, Hey, what are we doing this weekend? Am I free to hang out with Sam? Right. Or oh, they probably should. Otherwise am I getting, a, getting exactly. an argument? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, you know, it is interesting is when we when we enter into a relationship, whether it be with the church in discernment of priesthood or whether it be with, you know, um, someone of the opposite sex that we're discer- possi- potentially discerning marriage with, uh-huh. there are commitments and it does um, kind of limit our, our choices and options. Yeah, and we, we talk about that. I mean, Father Father Brandon, our head spiritual director there, um, he kind of walked us, he walked me through, and a couple of my, my classmates this year through candidacy. Mm-hmm. Candidacy is where you receive kind of like, a, I don't know if they call it a blessing, but you're kind of established as a, as a candidate for the priesthood. Um, mm-hmm. And a bishop comes and you receive candidacy. Um, and when we're preparing for that, Father Brandon says, this is essentially engagement. This is what we're kind of talking about. We're saying, you're, you're kind of saying, okay, I'm going to complete this process of the priesthood, or at least I intend to. So in a way, when you are engaged to, um, if, in my case, if, if I was engaged to a, to a young a young lady, it would be like, well, I intend to marry you. I intend to exchange vows uh, mm-hmm. eventually. Well, in the priesthood or in this setting, in the same way, we're kind of doing that. Well, I, I intend to finish my, my studies, and I intend to be, um, you know, ordained. So. You know, an important point of this I wanted to ask you about is— um, how, so, you know, again, you know, once you're ordained, the discernment is definitely over with. But it's not as if discernment is over with when you go into the seminary. So you discern the priesthood to the step of, I need to go into seminary to discern further. But really, every day in the seminary, to, the, as you've said, is kind of a discernment process. Yeah, it's true. And uh, they even said, like, as far as we've been taught how they set up seminaries and how they want to continue with this meaning, meaning the, the Vatican, this comes out of the Vatican. Um, you know, they have this discipleship stage. That's, mm-hmm. that's the first two years. So you're just growing closer to Christ. You're not even, I mean, you're discerning the priesthood. Yes, but you're really trying to be a disciple of Christ. you you go to class and everything, but really like praying every day and saying, okay, Lord, I want to be, I want to be your friend. You know, Lord, I want to do what, what your will is for my life. And then when you get into theology or major seminary, now it's start configuration to Christ, right? You're configuring mm-hmm. yourself to him as a priest. Um, and then when you get kind of past this pastoral year and maybe into T3, it's starting to look like, okay, look, it's kind of, it's, this time is now, I mm-hmm. guess. You know, you're, you're going to get ordained. Um, so if that's not for you, we need to do some something, you know, whether it is to get out or to change something up. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, and I, you know, I think this is all kind of crucial because, you know, and I, and I, I speak back of my experience beginning in the discernment when I was in high school, discerning, um, the vocation to the priesthood. Um, you know, you seem like, it seems as if you're alone in the world because this is very odd and countercultural and revolutionary to discern a vocation to the priesthood because, 
like I said, most people are looking to marry. So it's good that we hear this, and we're going to continue the conversation in the next segment um, about um, what it's like kind of to discern and to um, to be a seminarian. So um, again, you've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me has been the great Sam Severance. <laughs> um, and until next time, peace and all good. Boom. A Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.